In Florida Ag and Review for the week of June 6, we had this on the current weather situation. Well, excess rainfall and flooding in the Mississippi Valley has made headlines over the last few weeks, but it's a whole different story in our neck of the woods, with a drought continuing to tighten its grip on the southeast. And that situation has worsened in late May and early June, with temperatures regularly exceeding 100 degrees. From about the Memorial Day weekend on, we have run off quite a string of record highs across the south. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey, who says all that heat is just adding to the already stressed crop and pasture land. The heat has just been too intense to try to keep up in some cases with irrigation, so we are seeing quite a rapid decline in crop conditions. And Rippey adds that the long-range forecast shows the high pressure staying with us for much of June, with the only real hope for relief a developing system in the Atlantic. In sort of a strange sense of the word, I think we're hoping for development in this case to bring some drought relief. But Rippey says, unfortunately, it most likely won't help all of our farmers. The course for that system, whether it develops or not, will be generally to the north or to the north-northwest. Regardless of development, some of that moisture should reach the Florida Peninsula, and that will lead to some drought relief across at least Florida. And if we do get a more organized system, that could bring more appreciable relief further north along the Atlantic coast. Unfortunately, though, areas to the west, the central and western Gulf Coast regions, they will remain outside the envelope of this storm, and it looks like more hot, dry weather baking those regions. And with Livestock News, Randall Wiseman had this. Well, while we've all heard about budget cuts being made across the state, the word just recently came out that one cut affecting agriculture is the Florida Federal State Livestock Market News Service and the fact that it will no longer be funded at the end of this month, thus ending a service that's been available for Florida cattle producers for over 60 years. Terry Harris, the Florida Federal State Supervisor, said this move can potentially cost the industry many dollars. Not having this price discovery system, the accuracy and the unbiases of information flowing from the order buyers to the sellers, will be disrupted. All this information is placed on the USDA site. It is indexed or used by all the major uh, information systems. If this information is not collected and disseminated, all these sources will just simply uh, disappear. An example of that would be the information that you give of a morning on your radio broadcast, the DTN sites, cattle facts. This information just simply won't be available. Harris said the people being hurt the most by all this will be the small livestock producer. Determining fair market value will become much more difficult and prices could decline as a result of lack of good information to build your marketing decisions upon. So if you are a cattle producer who depends on this information each week, contact the Florida Department of Agriculture and let them know how important it is to your operation as right now it is scheduled to end June 30th. And for our specialty crop growers, we take another look at immigration. Well, immigration reform has really soared to the forefront here lately with neighboring states passing legislation, Florida narrowly escaping its own, and talks of reform resurfacing on the federal level. We've covered the issue closely through a variety of reports, and now we get a producer's perspective with Hillsborough County grower Michelle Williamson, who says one of the concerns they have is the format of the immigration systems available. Florida agricultural producers have been following the law. The law doesn't allow us to question the authenticity of the document these workers are providing to us. We have to accept it on face value, and we're doing that. But that was one of the issues with the E-Verify system. It's a post-hire only, and you may be 10 days, 15 days before you get something back on that worker. You have spent 
time, money, and effort in training that employee only to have to let him go and start all over again. And we'll wrap up for this week with a very well-researched Everett Greiner. Research. What kind of world would we be living in without research? Could you even imagine no laptops, no cell phones, no video games? But now if you want to really measure the value of research, look at agriculture. Without agricultural research, none of these other things would really matter. If we digress, back to World War II, the only important thing you'd have to worry about would be something to eat. I mention this because current economic conditions all over the world is a threat to funding research. It's an area where we can cut spending. It's dangerous. And yet spending for agricultural research has already and will again be cut. Now think about this. A research project lost for a year can take a generation to restart and to finish. The least this would do is continue to drive food prices higher and higher everywhere in the world. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.